Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Super excited that you're here to lend me your ears. Now, today I want to talk about know-it-alls. You ever have to do a presentation or go into a meeting and there's always one or two people, a bunch of know-it-alls who just seem to know everything. So the question then becomes, how do you present? I've seen many presenters just lock up as soon as they see somebody in the room that they feel intimidated by. So how can you get over that fear? I am going to show you what I do. And these two options work like a champ. So if you want to block that know-it-all from actually, you know, get them to listen to you, this podcast is for you. Okay, two strategies. Strategy numero uno. Now, one of the things I do is when I do a lot of sales workshops, I always have people, always have people, you know, who've been around for who knows how many years. And they sit there with their arms folded across their chest, you know, their chin jutted out and, you know, raised up high, thinking, and they're saying to me indirectly, with their visual, with their body language, with their micro-aggression slash expressions, they're saying, man, what can you teach me? I know everything. So one of the things I do all the time, and it works again like a champ, is I ask people, I said, to raise their hand, I asked this question. I said, how many of you have been in sales for five years or less, just to get an understanding. And people would raise their hands. And then I ask, okay, how many folks have been in sales more than five years? Bunch of people raised their hands, right? Then I say, 10 years. Keep your hands up. How many have been at least 10 years? 15 years. More hands go, you know, more hands go down, but a few stay up. How many folks have been at least sales in 20, at least 20 years? Let's, I, say, let, I always say, let's go into deep water now. How many folks have been in sales more than 20 years? And I always have two or three people with their hands raised. Those people are typically the know-it-alls. And then what I congratulate them. I said, wow, you've been in sales that long. That is incredible. Congratulations. This is not an easy business or an easy profession. What I just did is acknowledge that they've been in sales and they're probably very good at it. And now I move for what I call the emotional close. I said, now let me ask you a question, especially those who've been in sales for more than 20 years. If I can show you one or two things that'll help bump your sales up by 3 to 5%, would that be worth your time and your attention? And every time, without fail, 100%, guaranteed, what they always do is go, yes. They always say yes or just nod their head. And at that moment, they've given me mental permission to teach them. But they've also acknowledged that I will give them content and they are willing to listen to me. So that's a great strategy. Again, very simple. How many have been in five years or less? More than five years, 10, 15, 20. Wow. If I could show you a couple of things to help you increase your sales by three to 5%, would that be worth your time and attention? And they always nod or say yes. Strategy number two, here's what I do. I said, look, there are two types of people, and I say this from the front of the room early on in my presentation before I get into it. So maybe I do a couple introductory comments, you know, maybe do some engaging exercise. And then I said, now, before I get started, I said, I know in this room, almost like playing mind reader right now, I know in this room 
there are at least there are two types of people. There are people who will look at the content that I'm about to present and say, you know what, that won't work for me. They'll make that statement to themselves, that won't work for me or that won't work. That's one group of people. Now, there's another group of people that'll say, how can I make that work for me? See, they don't tell themselves it won't work. They ask themselves a question, how can I make that work? Or how can I make that work for me? And here's what I discovered. This is what I say. And here's what I discovered that those who never stop learning, who are always asking themselves the question, how does this work for me, are the people that constantly grow and are people who are constantly hitting their number. So I am hoping that what I have in this room are people who are gonna say, how could I use this? And then I say, I'm gonna present a lot of information and all I need you to do is ask yourself is, how can I use that? How can I use that in my business? Can we just agree to ask ourselves that question? Yes or no? And almost every single time. This has about a 90 plus percent hit ratio. People say, sure, I'll ask myself the question. So what did I just do in that case? In other words, I put people in two categories, those who don't want to listen and those who are willing to listen and learn. Now, if you want to be a non-listener and be a loser, go ahead and be a loser. But if you want to be a winner, ask yourself, how could I use this? And basically what I ask them to do is to pre-qualify themselves, to qualify themselves in terms of what category they want to be in. And nobody wants to be in the loser category. Everybody wants to be in the winning category. So they're going to agree to, yeah, I'll ask myself, how can I use this? But you've also primed the audience in a way that says, look, not everything I deliver is for you, but Ask yourself the question nonetheless, how could I use this? Can I use this? And how can I use that? And in both cases, whether I'm asking how many of you have been in sales for 20 years or plus and are willing to learn something to increase your sales by three or 5%, or if I use my, there are two types, in both cases, I can literally feel, like literally feel the change, the shift in that room. And all of a sudden I feel if there's a resistance meter in that room, it just went from 100 to maybe down to 50%. You will feel this dramatic change. So what I want you to do is before you present, by the way, whether it's one-on-one or one to a group. Now, if you're doing one-on-one, you're not gonna say, raise your hand to one person, but you're gonna ask that person. I said, let me ask you something, Bill. How long have you been in sales? And Bill's gonna say, Victor, I've been in sales 20 plus years. Wow, acknowledge that, right? That's fantastic. To be in this profession that long, you must be good. And Bill's gonna be filled with pride. His chest is gonna puff up a little bit. And then you say, Bill, I'm gonna show you some stuff right now. And if any of this material can help you increase your sales by three to 5%, would you be at least open to listening? Bill's gonna say, sure. They always say, sure, of course. So again, these strategies work, whether you use them one-to-one or one-to-group. So keep this in mind. Next time you present, before you get into your content, be sure to reduce that resistance first and then launch into your sales presentation. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I do appreciate you. Also, check out the Sales Velocity Academy, over 40 courses, 400 videos to help you sell more faster. And you also get access to all my 13 books. So if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, 
I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.